and welcome back this week everybody to a brand new episode we only have three left that's crazy this week we talked about my big move to la we talked about fake activism and joining organizations for clout we talked about donda because it just came out and our anticipation for certified lover boy and then finally we played a few games this week we're joined by special guest host sharon reed davis this is the experience We here. Yep. Oh my god, welcome back, y'all. Yeah, it's been a minute. Okay, yeah, it has. It's been, we're gonna get into it, it's been a lot. But welcome to the experience this week, y'all. I'm Jay. I'm Darren. And we got special guest host, Sharon Reed Davis. Make some noise. It, ah, I wish we had like those sound effects. Remember? I think we do. Let me see if I because I look. I used it last time, and like when I was editing, that shit sounded trash. So I'm gonna try it one more time. Hold on, let's see. Let's see. This shit probably won't be even. That shit. We can't hear. Okay. It. All right. So hopefully it don't sound. You didn't hear it. Hell no. That's dead. Wow. Oh wait, it previewed it. You know what? Here we go. Hey, look, that's why it didn't work. Like that's that's why it didn't work the last time. Okay. Wait, here we go. This go- you're going to hear this. Ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah, special you guest. Know, I was wondering if y'all actually edited it or if y'all just did it, like, straight from what y'all say. I'm glad you edited it because I might say something, though. <laughs> yeah you know look when it's just me and darren like when we first started we had to, so edit, had to it. edit some shit but now like we've gotten into a groove so like usually like i only have to edit like maybe almost nothing usually usually like once we do it and i listen to it i'm like oh i don't need to edit that like it's fine but oh okay. yeah but yeah go ahead and introduce oh. yourself sharon oh yeah hey everybody my name is sharon dynasty Bree davis I am a senior at MSU, double majoring in political science pre-law and human development and family studies. Um, I'm 22. I'm a Gemini. Shout out to all the Geminis. Period. Is that all I'm supposed to say? Yeah, you're good. That was great. That was amazing. Wait, hold on. Let me do it again. Hold on. Wait, let's see if it works. That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, but yeah, um, I'm pretty sure we've all had eventful weekends. Um, kind of want to go around and ask, like, how did you guys, how was your guys' weekend? Well, I'm in LA now, officially. I moved. Okay. Wait, hold on, let's do it. Let's do it again. Let's do it. Hold on. Okay. Wait, it's not working now. It's not working now. Oh, wait, wait. There we go. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Hold your applause. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Stop clapping. Stop. 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 Okay. So I'm in LA. Love it here. Um, I don't think I will ever live in the mid the Midwest ever again. Um, uh, yeah. you gotta come back to the city. You know, at least give. I'll come back to the city. Love. but I'm not coming back to visit you in Ohio. That's not happening. Ah, uh, niggas. Okay. I'm well, I'm not. Go- I'm not even gonna be in Ohio for too much longer. But I'm talking about at least come back to the city. But you talking well, about like that shit is on at a whole nother level. 
I mean, it kind of is. It kind of is. <laughs> okay, for sure. All right, then. How was your weekend? Um, pretty regular. You know, I I ain't really do too much, but like some leftover work. I went I went back to uh my old campus. It was a program my uh fraternity was putting on over the weekend, so I you know went over to show some support since I'm back in the city. Um, but other than that, oh, I finally got a a, a haircut. I needed that shit. I ain't got oh, no yeah. barber. Oh, yeah. I got to find a barber. I do not have a barber in Ohio, y'all. I've been having to go back to the city to get my hair cut because, you know, you can't cheat on your barber. That's a whole other topic. But Well, okay. my barber gave me permission to cheat because, look, I, he can't come out to L.A. So, you know, he gave me some, you know, people. But eventually, to, you got to find someone. That's going to be so hard. I have to get over it, like introducing them, getting comfortable with the way they cut. Then, you know, letting them know that I'm a gay and like how that's going to work in the shop. That's a thing. It is. But, you know, yeah, it's going to take e- some time. And it's easier for me because I'm in Ohio or I'm in Ohio. So it's close enough to Detroit. It's like three hours away. But like you on the West Coast. So like and it was easy. My last barber told me happy pride. I'm like, oh, you know, okay, period. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> oh, but uh, I know you only been here for a weekend. I, I I expect you for this weekend, being the nigga that you are, you gonna go to the, some some spots. So how's the scene there? Like you know the just like the the vibe. Like I know you probably drove past or seen kind of like shit like be vibrant at night and whatnot. Like maybe clubs or whatnot. I know it's so, something that you um, go to, like something that you've been eyeing. I know it's only been one weekend, but you know, we still young niggas. We still want to turn up. So, you know, so, I know you, know you got something on your mind. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I've been taking care of business, y'all. Like, I don't have a job yet. Okay. I'm going to get a job. Let me just preface this with I've had I've had a bunch of interviews this week. So I've been doing that. I've been like interviewing with different companies, trying to see, um, getting second interviews, waiting for offers. So that's where I've been. Today was actually the first day that I um, got out because, you know, I, I have an interview with the bank and my hair is like blonde right now. So I went, went to go get some hairspray. So that way they don't like, you know, oh, like his hair is like weird. So I went to go get some hairspray and that was the first time i walked out and there was like a bunch of stores and shit around me it was like there's a nail place there's a beauty supply um they had a barbershop but i don't know if they can cut um my hair so i don't don't know about that one yeah okay um is your place like what type of area is it in is it like hey that's hey that's black area like is it like a white beauty supply like what what is it that's important so there's like (laughs) <laughs> yeah so the 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 latin population is very heavy where i am i haven't seen a lot of black people or white people um the there was a latina in the beauty supply so that's why i'm nervous because you know like latin people know how to cut black hair but when i looked in the shop it was like an older guy so i really don't know if he gonna give me the sauce i need so yeah, I'll probably just stick with what Ahmad gave me, and you know, when I get that car, damn, I can't wait to get a car to get a <laughs> But you know, we'll figure it out. We'll yeah, figure. LA it seem like you need a car. I heard LA traffic is pretty bad, but it's like it's not like New York type shit where you know niggas don't really need a whip in New York. You don't need. It's weird. It's like they don't tell. They don't speak in distances. In distances, like they don't go like, "Oh, that's ten miles away." Yeah. They'll say, "Oh, this is twenty minutes away. This is thirty minutes away." Because even if, 
like the distance is like maybe like three miles depending on traffic it's gonna take you however long it takes you yeah that's something i'm gonna have to get used to but you know oh yeah what about your neighbor they drive crazy here too what about your neighbor like your actual oh wait what did you say sharon my bad no, I was just gonna say, is it enough things around you so you don't have to travel far for stuff? Like, is a lot of stuff in walking distance? Yeah, well, so other than like hair, yes, there's like a lot of like little shops. There's like a there's a Seven Eleven right up the street. There's a bunch of laundromats. Some there's a cleaners like right next door. So what yeah, about- stuff is in walking distance. You said what? What about a grocery store? Grocery store, I don't, there's like a little mom and pop shop, but it's, that's not, mm-hmm. I, what I've been doing, I've been ordering from Walmart, because you can put oh. your bridge card in there, y'all, I'm on food stamps, so, period, okay, so, so yeah, I put my bridge card in there, and have those bitches delivered. <laughs> okay, wait, so, do your Michigan food stamps work in LA? Yeah. Okay, I don't Like, they're federal, yeah, right, or they just, like... Federal. it's federal yeah okay so you can now when i do renew my stamps and stuff i am gonna have to renew my address but they'll just give me like a california card oh, okay yeah wow. you got some shit set up uh, they seem like a yeah. decent enough neighborhood not some shit you know that's popping off every night type neighborhood you know so when niggas can afford i nowadays. would you and know LA. my neighborhood picture picture like the west side of detroit but Latino. I can't picture the West Side. I'm sorry. I don't know what that looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's like a little ghetto, but like it's really nice. Like it's not like a bad neighborhood, but it's, you know, it's a little rough around the edges. It's not the nicest, but it's, you know, this is good for what I need to do for right now. So good enough. It's doable. Ain't the hood. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's not the hood, but it's like you know, it'd be like the hood's little brother. Uh, Alright. Yeah. <laughs> Not the hood little brother. Mm-hmm. Alright, so you, yeah. like, you, you're in L.A., obviously, all the fun shit. You obviously got to get acclimated to, you know, being in, you know, the new time zone. Because it's like, what's like, it's like three hours behind than where we are. Yeah. Right? Yep, so it's kind of like. Yeah, yeah, it's like. You definitely got to. Uh, it's so funny because it's, it's six for y'all right now. It's 316 for me right now. Yeah, hell yeah, for sure. So hey. that it's so funny. Like I've been calling my friends and stuff, and I'll be like, "Hey, what time is it there?" And they're like, "Jay, if you don't quit asking us what time it is every time you get on the phone, because it's just fascinating to me." But I like it because I've been waking up early. Because technically, I'm still on the Detroit time zone, so I've been waking up at like seven in the morning, which would that's usually be like that'd be like ten yeah. if I was in yeah. Michigan. Yeah, yeah. So I like it. Yeah, no. Do you feel like you get a lot more stuff done? Yeah, I do. I feel like I'm more productive. I have time to pray in the morning. I have time mm-hmm. to like wake up, check my email, shower, get something to eat. So I like honestly like moving out here was like a nice little like reset of my morning routine. So okay. hopefully I can stay on the Detroit time zone and you know, but you I know, know eventually I will be used to it. Mm-hmm. I know people actually have you seen any uh, famous people yet. I did see a famous person. I did, yes. So, do you know the show 911? Uh huh. Heard of it. On Fox. You know the firefighter, the Asian one? I don't know his name. But he, yeah, I, I don't know his name either, but you know who I'm talking about, right? 
Yeah. yeah, I saw him. I was in Burbank eating at a restaurant and he had a he was in a beamer and he was just driving down the street. And I'm like, oh, my God, celebrity, period. And, you period. know, I kept it cool because, you know, don't want to <laughs> act like a, I don't I, I got to be a local. You know, I can't act like a tourist or nothing. So, you know, I kept it. Real cool. no, no, I can't look. I was like, nine, one, one, nine, one, one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, no, he was. It was. It was really quick. I like. After, I, I. It took me a second. I'm like, that's not. I'm like, oh my god, that is him. So yeah, they say that it's like, um, like it's normal. Like the celebrities are pretty much like within the population. They like go to restaurants and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of celebrities in LA for sure. I know you probably like. Obviously, probably the main reason you went to LA was kind of for your career. Um, yeah, you know, you wanted to go to LA, kind of change your life in a lot of in a lot of ways. So like, you know, what's so like? Where what are you? What's, so what's your intentions for real? For real, like being in LA, like if you can kind of describe that. Uh, why would you like, ask you have, me that? You don't have to go like, fucking question. <laughs> 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 no, I'm kidding. Um. Well, shit, you know, I got my degree in theater. I am an entertainer. So, like, my goal is just, you know, for the art that I create and to put out to just, you know, be to be elevated um, with the opportunity that's here in New York or not New York, in L.A. I don't know why I just said New York. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, the podcast is like one of those, you know, projects that I'm doing consistently. I've been auditioning already when I got here. I've been submitting myself for roles. So I guess like the next step is just to find an agent because you, you really need an agent um, just to get you into rooms that, you know, you would not necessarily be in. But, you know, I had to let niggas know about my chops. And the other day I posted my euphoria audition and people was like, oh, my God, you can really act. And I'm like, I've been trying to tell y'all niggas like I, I got this shit. So, you know, I've just been auditioning. I had a, um, last night I had a voice acting audition. That shit was weird as fuck. It was strange. But I hope I get that part, though, because sh- it was a nice pay attached to it, so. Okay, so have you did any in-person auditions, or have they just been online? They've mostly been online. So, so let me explain how it works. So, kind of, so for auditions, you have to submit yourself and then they invite you to audition. So basically submitting yourself, that just means that, like, based off the role, they'll ask you for a headshot. Um, if you if if it's app, if uh, fuck, I'm tripping up on my words. If it's applicable, um, a real, um, and then just like your actor's resume. So that's usually the main three things that I use when I submit myself. I use my real, my headshots, and my resume. And so based off of that, like when they look at that, if they like you, they'll invite you to do an audition. And mostly um, they've been online. They've been virtual. There's been one that was in person, but I didn't do it because they wanted full frontal nudity. And I'm not ready for that yet. I just got here. So, (laughs) yeah. But, um, yeah, like they um, they invite you to audition. It's been virtual. you know, California is pretty strict when it comes to COVID. A lot of stuff is virtual. It's likely that when I start my job, um, that's going to be virtual. Um, and, you know, they still have the mask mandate here. So, you know. Yeah. But COVID's like ask- really bad here. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask, how are they different from like Michigan? Because I know Michigan is like 
up in the air, honestly. They just be doing what they want. So Literally, I was literally yeah. California was. California's like a blue state. So I mean, yeah. Yeah, California's a blue state. Yeah. Um, and most of the senators and stuff here, I believe, are uh Democrat. So I I know like in Michigan, like it's we have a blue governor, but the senators and stuff is Republican, so that's why that is there, but um, the one thing that's different is there's a man mask mandate still. Like you have to wear your mask wherever you're at. Um, if you're outside, if you go into a restaurant, if there's people, like you can take it off if you're like doing solo stuff, like for a run or something like that. But generally, generally, if you're around people, you gotta wear your mask, which you know is refreshing. Cause this Delta variant, people act like this shit is just not here. So <laughs> literally, yeah. literally. Yeah. But LA is like. But yeah, LA is different because there's just so much going on in LA. So like, I know this like the people of LA just have to have something going on. Like, so you know, COVID yeah, and it's like the arch nemesis of niggas that like live in LA. Yeah, too, but like, and it's weird, bad because it's like so congested. So yeah, yeah. and it's like weird because it's like. LA is so big, but California itself is so big. So it's like there's so many different regions of people and different things. So they kind of like have to have it. I think every state should have a mask mandate, but it's really necessary here. It'd be kind of stupid if they didn't do it. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, all in all, if you had to Rachel moving to LA on a scale of one to 10, what would it be? <laughs> Um, I know it's kind of fresh, but I would give it so, a five out of ten. Okay. Uh, definitely is. Why is five? Because I was thinking you were you talking all this good shit. Like an eight or nine, okay. <laughs> but you guys are talking about the moving experience, so the moving experience, I would give it a five. I mean, my experience as a whole, probably an eight. But my experience of moving is five, just because, like, this is my first time moving out of state. Like, I've moved many places within the state of Michigan, but this is my first time moving to the great state of California. And it was stressful just coordinating, getting my stuff to the apartment, um, different rides. I don't have a car. I sold my car trying to figure out how to move stuff without a car. Thankfully, um, there's people here who have been helping me out, but it's just been a very stressful. I still don't even have all my shit now. Um, my TV gets here tomorrow. My pots and pans and shit, I'll be able to get that Friday. Um, and my bed and stuff gets here Friday. So it's just been annoying because it's like I moved last Friday and I'm in an empty apartment still. So I'm on, you know, a little cheap little air mattress and it's not been good for my back. But look, I I say all that to say, though, I'm very grateful. I recognize the blessings that I have um, mm. just to be able to have the opportunity to chase after my dreams. And, you know, I was worried about the job situation, but I've been getting calls for interviews and stuff like that. So that's been giving me um, that's been taking the stress off because, you know, when I first got here, I'm like, I don't really know. Like every because people kept saying this shit has this is the most irritating phrase when people say everybody's hiring okay but like that I, I, you could fool me you could have fooled me because it seems like nobody is hiring like you know you wait for forever but you know i really do think that the job market is booming in la i got just today i've gotten three calls from different places 
to do interviews. I had an interview today. I had a bunch of interviews um, yesterday and last week. So, you know, I'm just taking the good and appreciating that and the bad stuff will be gone. But yeah, I give it a five. My moving experience altogether, shit is crazy. Definitely plan if you're going to move out of state, save some money. I would say have at least two grand saved and don't move without a job set up. Don't do what I did. But yeah. Yeah, it's a big risk. But you did it. Yeah. You're doing it, man, currently. Yeah, because I'm the and shit. And, you know. Everything is going to work out. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just don't go and too I know I know you hate that phrase, but literally everybody is hiring. Like, I don't understand how these jobs are being so picky when nobody has workers. Like, exactly. That, that's my thing. So I'm not, if, like, if I was these jobs, I would barely be doing interviews. I was at the mall yesterday, I mean, the other day, and literally the sign said, apply today, work tomorrow. Start what tomorrow. What the fuck? <laughs> Confused <laughs> on like how are these jobs being picky when y'all literally have nobody? Places are closing down because it's not enough workers. Like so, yeah, it's a yeah. labor shortage and, right now, but it's really more so because like they don't want to pay niggas like yep, away in reality. So like, I, it's a lot of people that's like just straight up quitting like on the spot. I remember mm-hmm. I pulled up to yeah. a Taco Bell, and uh, I remember the it was like a sign that said, "Yeah, we we quit, so no no more serving." So I'm like, them niggas quit yeah. that day. I'm like, all right. And they fucked up the whole shit. But that's what's going to start. That, that, when niggas like want to. That happened to me in Detroit. That happened to me in Detroit. I was I wanted to get some McDonald's before I left. Y'all know that McDonald's on on Livernois and Six Mile. First of all, that McDonald's is ghetto as fuck and dirty. But you know, I needed some food. I was just gonna go through the drive through, get me a little McNuggets or whatever the fuck you call it. And it, same shit. It was on there. They were like, "Yeah, no employees were closed." I'm like, "Okay, all right." Like that's crazy. Yeah. I just don't and, understand that honestly. And so, yeah, like, that's my thing. Like, it's, and for me, I'm not, like, I can't work a job that's, like, $12 an hour. That I can't afford that. But luckily, the minimum wage in California is a little bit higher. But, you know, the places I've been interviewing have been pretty good, like $20, $21 an hour. So those have been jobs I've been looking at with competitive uh, wages. I said rages. Competitive rages. (laughs) That was a joke. I'm going to do the little, the... Nah. Ah, yeah, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> this will be the last episode with the sound effects. We might do the clapping. Yeah, right. <laughs> Very much so. Hell no, but, but like I was saying, bro, don't go, don't go to Hollywood because you know some people in Hollywood, man, they be like tone deaf. They be like so out of the loop, like that because they get so big and it just be like, okay, you're not really, you kind of forget where you come from. You ain't really like a good person anymore and you kind of yeah. saw that a lot last year especially like 2020 like when all that shit was popping off and like all the the way these celebrities was kind of moving yeah kind of moving like in the midst of like uh like the brianna taylor shit or like the uh i like just basically the whole shit like that whole george floyd like all of that so like I, it's kind of yeah. interesting to be like i don't you know how the celebrities kind of get so detached from that but, you know, as long as you don't go to Hollywood, you'll be good. Are you fucking kidding me? When I when I get my deal, don't fucking call my phone. Don't hit me <laughs> up. 
I'm acting different. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> JK, guys, JK. But well, I will say this: if you was fucking with me, I'm gonna continue to fuck with you. But if you okay. was on some bullshit, don't act like you was fucking with me, cause you weren't fucking with me until I had this deal. So you know, that's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, I can see that. Feel that? Yeah. I don't blame you, honestly. Well, all right, let's move on. So um, we have special guest Sharon Reed Davis here. And, you know, me and Sharon, both um, Sharon currently and me previously, student leaders at Michigan State University. And I just thought that this topic would be really great to talk about because, you know, Darren kind of touched on it a little bit with the celebrities, with like the whole fake activism thing and, um just you know not really being down and so since we're both um student leaders and we have experience with that we definitely see that a lot at these universities fake activism people just joining organizations as a stepping stone to get um to a certain spot or for cloud or whatever the case may be and so i just wanted to have like an open dialogue open discussion and and darren can speak to this too because you know darren was a student leader at university of michigan he's a part of um alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated so you know he's definitely been a student leader too in that position and has seen it right. so this is just you know an open forum and I want to give the floor first to Sharon, since you're our guest. And, you know, just kind of, like, talk about, like, how you feel about that in general. Like, what are your first impressions when you see shit like that? Yeah, so, honestly, I feel like the fake activism and stuff like that, um, you see a lot of that across social media when Colin Kaepernick first knew Right, so mm -hmm. this stuff has been happening, but I think it's been more prominent since, like Darren said earlier, the Breonna Taylor George Floyd situation. Like, we got celebrities that are influential to the black community and that black people look up to because of who they are, like Kanye supporting Donald Trump. Like, it's just stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. Like, you, just, you just think, like, what the, what the fuck, right? So as far as that is concerned, like, that's, like, on a societal level. But even on a campus-wide level, I think joining Orcs from Clout for Clout is something that's huge, and that's something that we don't talk about. Student leadership, I feel like it's just a popularity contest. Mm. For the most part, you get... Yeah, I agree. You people that actually care about leadership and that actually care about being a leader helping campus move forward in some way and then you get most people that's doing it honestly to further their college experience mm. and other levels you know like it's student leadership is just a stepping stone for some people and don't get me wrong you should use leadership as a tool to get to where you want to be in life but when you say that you're a leader, you have to act like a leader. You have to present yeah. yourself as a leader and you have to work like a leader. You can't claim student to be a student leader and then not doing no work. So you can't be everywhere talking about what your org is doing if you're not a part of the work that's being done. Like if you're not helping your org get to where they need to be, if you're not putting the groundwork in, you can't you can't use that title you know like i think a lot of people are like 
title users. That's pretty much what it's for. They title be, users. They want to be the president. They want to be the founder of something, and they just do that just so they can say that they did it, and not to not to help campus and not to help our community. Honestly. Yeah, I agree, and I, and a lot of the times that's very harmful to like the organization and to the community. Me and Darren were talking about it, and um, mm-hmm. just from my experience of serving on BSA, I'm not going to say names because you know I'm not messy. This isn't a messy podcast. We're truthful, but we're not messy. But you know, there were certain people who definitely joined BSA to be in an organization or to you know be able to be a part of an organization i remember one year um somebody interviewed for an e-board position and they were like yeah i'm joining this because this is gonna look good on my resume and i'm like why the fuck would you even say that like (laughs) that just made all of us be like yeah like you don't need to be here because you know bsa that's a big responsibility we're advocating for the black community to administration and it's hard it's time it's you know a lot of effort put in sometimes you don't get sleep because of the work that we put in because you know nobody is else is advocating really for black students other than bsa um you know you have your faculty here and there but we do a majority of the work and which is why you know msu owes us a few checks because you know it's people in paid positions that's doing what we do (laughs) is bsa the biggest org on your campus largest i mean with the biggest black org my bad Biggest black org. Yes, first and largest black org. Okay. At MSU. Okay. Absolutely. Um, so yeah. But no, like when that stuff happened, and that person said that they just was going to be SA for a resume builder. I was also like, what the fuck? I think most of our. <laughs> oh, this this are personal. Y'all both got some stake in this one, y'all. The way y'all talk about. Yeah, it. like just <laughs> just because like. I've, I was president of BSA for two years. Um, recently, the I'm the immediate past president. So, like, I see people come and go. I see people claim that they want to do it, say they're going to put the work in, and then quit. People, Some people have walked away without even saying that this was. Some people have just gave up on their responsibilities without communicating. And that's not a leader. That's not what a true leader is. If you're doing something under the guise of wanting to help and it's really you want to do something else so you just join in bsa so you can do something else that's not fair to our e-board and especially not for advocacy orgs if it's uh i don't even want to put no orgs out there because every org is important in their own way but if it's a smaller org i would say it's still not okay but at least it's not as much of an impact bsa literally advocates for black students to administration so you're you joining this large org so it can look good on your resume but you're not helping black students is just detrimental to the black community Mm -hmm. it's like yeah it's not we're not getting stuff done because you're dropping the ball because you're not doing this for the right reasons you didn't sign up for this for the right reasons so you're not following through on your responsibilities which causes everybody else to have to slow down which causes us to not get the work done and that's yeah. not fair. Yeah. And then on top of that, it'd be those main people that aren't in our positions that don't want to help have the most shit to talk about. What is BSA not doing? BSA ain't doing this. BSA ain't doing that. And it's like, look, we provide opportunities for you guys to do stuff, for people to help, and people don't show up. 
they don't do it and it's like why even say anything it's like you you said that just to get a reaction for people to notice what you said for popularity i remember another instance too where um and i'm also not going to name names but um there have been a lot of racial incidents that have happened on campus racially charged incidents um toward black students and we had a healing space and the news came to the healing space because they come to everything that, you know, BSA does. I don't know who be telling them or how they be finding out, but them niggas was there. Um, and somebody came and just was on. They were they were on the news or whatever. Right. They didn't go to the healing space, but they went and spoke to a reporter and then just was reposting them on the news. They're like, oh, yeah, like I was on the news. I was on this. I was on this but not reposting anything about the healing space. Did you hear anything about the healing space? And I'm like, so you literally just showed up to our event that we were using to help the black community for clout. Like you, like, how are you, how do you sleep at night when you do shit like that? Like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. No, hell yeah. No, clout, clout is a hell of a drug for real. And, you know, hearing about y'all experiences as like, you know, leaders in the BSA, it kind of reminds me of like Greek life for real. Like, Especially on campus, like Greek, like me being an alpha, like I've seen pretty much, you know, Greek life in all shapes and forms. And, you know, what you guys are saying is kind of commonplace in Greek life, too, you know, very cloud heavy. It's definitely people who, who join these orgs to, like you said, get a leg up socially uh, in, in the, in their, in their, on their campus or like in their org or just in their community as a, as a whole, but not really trying to be a part of that uh being a part of that because of like the, the meaning of the fraternities that like, not for the like we're certain i know for alpha specifically like we're for service of all mankind um and like brotherhood and and, and stuff like that and people and we, we engage in a lot of you know spaces where we we need to be like community leaders but it's definitely people who join orders you know be a part of that 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 scene to be like enjoy parties enjoy like this new status that you got like the for fraternities, it's the women, whatever. Like, it's it's stuff that's incentivizing them to, to so they can be like what they believe is their best selves, and that's cloud driven. But I even say like everyone is is a little driven by cloud. A little. You yeah. think so? I think everyone's a little driven by cloud. Like I don't I don't think like cloud can become like a really really like like it's a drug. Like I said, like you know like weed. Like you, you smoke it a little bit. Like obviously, you you enjoy. You have you have a good you know time every now and then. But if you do it too much, or it becomes like a problem, it could become like a problem. Like it's kind of similar with clout. Like you kind of clouds become like a negative thing because people kind of abuse it. But like you know, it's it's more so like notoriety in a sense. Even even if it if it's, mm. if it's something good or bad, like but okay. especially good. But like it, people kind of abuse that clout when they're in those type of spaces where they know they can get a lot of it. And when you have too much of something, it's a bad thing. Like, okay, yes. I actually would have to agree with you, Darren, just because I think that clout, before it was clout, it was called recognition. That's what clout yeah. is, recognition. And everyone wants recognition for the things that they do. But the problem becomes when people are trying to get recognition for things that they don't do. When people right. are trying to make it seem like they do things for the recognition, that's when the clout chasing comes in. Mm -hmm. And I think to your point about Greek life, I'm not Greek, but being a leader for so long, 
Um, I feel as though my take on Greek life is that you should not become a leader because you're Greek. You should be a leader and then be Greek. I don't think mm-hmm. being being Greek makes you a leader. And I think that that is what I've seen from some people who join Greek life. They feel like because they joined Greek life, that meant that they were a leader. Um, yeah. And they didn't do anything to exhibit like leadership skills. They just felt like because they were Greek, they now had clout, which is true. But just even having clout does not make you a leader. Mm-hmm. That just makes people willing know to know who you to are. Say or yeah. yeah, know who you are. And just because people know who you are and they're willing to listen, if you don't have anything to say, then what are they listening to? Exactly. Nothing. Yeah, they just like exactly. got positions, but they're not really utilizing them. Like, we're, we're and I and I think too. I, I think, agree with that. Um, I, I yeah, I definitely agree with what you said. But and I and I think everybody loves to be recognized. And you have to like ask yourself at the end of the day, like, what do you want to be known for? Like me, I know I got the clout because of BSA. I know that I have it, but the clout is because of the stuff that I've done. When people look back and say, "What did he do? He helped with the sit-in." He blew the theater department up and put them on their head about diversity, equity, inclusion and hosted town halls. He did this. People can talk about my accomplishments and that's why I have the recognition that I have versus somebody who just says, oh, I'm starting this or I'm making this org so I can be in the student leader chat or I can do this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that clout, like I was talking about, like that clout for real, That that's some. I think everybody kind of wants to be the. You know how people on Twitter be like, your job, your goal on Twitter is to not be the main character of the day. Yeah. Right? I think those people who are the main characters want to be the main characters. Like, your goal might not be that, but, like, the, the attention that you get from something like that is enough to be like, I can do something stupid. Like, you, you can even see, like, you can even see shit like prank videos, like, on YouTube and whatnot. People get thousands, hundreds of thousands of views, and they're doing, like, foul shit or like doing dumbass shit and you're just like how but like it's because like we as humans like we kind of just we see that as pure entertainment and that the people like the actual entertainers are seeing it as like oh i can get people can really fuck with me because i can get some clout off this so, and yeah. my thing is like becoming a student leader and having a lot of people like know who i am or whatever and what i've done like for me, I really have began to like hate it. Honestly, I <laughs> don't like people knowing me everywhere I go. I don't like people judging me based off me not being the cutest today because I'm tired <laughs> or worrying about whether or not I'm going to class. Like, I don't even like people in my business. And I feel like mm-hmm. since I became a student leader at college, most of my college experience is based off my leadership. And that's not always a good thing because it's good and bad days to be in a leader and it's a lot of like trials and tribulations that I've gone through and I feel like because a lot I of am, sacrifice yeah literally a lot of sacrifice and I feel like I'm not sure if the sacrifice is worth what I gain like I gain leadership skills I've gained knowledge on different things but the sacrifice I've made like having all these people not like me just based off decisions that I made as a leader and based off how I've had to work with administration and navigate campus in the way that I do based off the capacity that I am in, like, it's not, I don't think it's worth the sacrifice, honestly. Like, I don't think the sacrifice was worth what I gained. Like, I don't yeah. think 
is all that is cracked up to be and i feel like people are so focused on trying to be that main character that they not even weighing out the pros and cons before they do this dumbass stuff that they do literally and then i was telling darren too i feel like because of the sacrifices that i had to make first of all i just want to say mental health is important even if you are fine it's amazing to see a therapist but i really really had to start going to therapy after bsa just because it was a lot just going through that like you know everybody knowing who you are people having different opinions people you know talking shit but not realizing the sacrifices and it's it's so uh, the crazy part to me that i talked about with my therapist is like knowing that somebody talks shit about you or doesn't like you but you still have to advocate for them at the end of the day either way because they're black you know no matter what i had to advocate for homophobic people because they're black that shit was fucking crazy to me you know and i had to experience that oh yeah and that fake activism shit man like that shit even goes like beyond just like the campus like like when we was talking i was talking about earlier with the uh with hollywood and like celebrities and whatnot like Especially last year, you can even go like the companies you always see around, you know, Pride Month. Every single company changed their logo to the rainbow fucking color just to try to appeal to the LGBT community. Activism. The black. They're like, hi, gay, happy Pride. The black squares <laughs> for the for the for uh, you know the stuff that we was going through like. That shit lasted two days. Man, it's, literally, all of that shit is kind of even the NBA like. When they had that, uh, I mean, back when Mike Brown, when he uh, tragically, you know, uh, died as well, like, NBA put the mm-hmm. I Can't Breathe, um, no, that was Eric Garner, my bad, I, I Can't Breathe shirts uh, um, mm-hmm. on the on them, like, during the game, like, during practice, so they can kind of, like, show that they're, like, having solidarity for it. But at the end of the day, they're just shirts. Like, they don't really do yeah. anything. Like, obviously, they don't really... I will say, though, I fuck with Ben and Jerry's. Ben and Jerry's be educating people. They donate their money to the people they need to. Like, eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream because they are actually, like, down with the cause. Yeah. You were going to say something else, Sharon, too, like, after I talk about my therapy point. What were you going to say? Um, I don't know. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I don't know. But I just... To wrap up my point, I would just say that there is a lot of fake activism going on around here. And I think that that's a good and a bad thing because with everybody, even the people who do the fake activism and just doing it for clout, it's still some exposure for the things that we need exposed. It's still some something to help us, something to push our our message forward. So I think that that's a good thing. But honestly, like, I would much rather prefer if it was genuine. If people were genuinely helping us, we would get much farther than people just posting something for a day and going back to doing what they doing or white people making a profile picture black and then going back to their racist friends and family. So I would just prefer if it was genuine. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. It's more, it does less harm when it's genuine too. Definitely does less harm. Yeah. Facts, but all right, Darren, but take yeah, it away, bro. What like, are we talking about next, man. Remember last podcast, man? We was talking about Kanye versus Drake. What's going on right now? Like it's a lot of shit. I still think Drake's gonna win. Music. I still think he's so, gonna win. Drake's gonna Drake's definitely gonna win. Like the 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 numbers, but 
We didn't even know when Kanye. We thought I know a lot of people thought that Kanye and Drake was gonna drop on the same day. Drake already said that shit was set in stone, and he dropped his date September third. Um, CLB will be dropped. Universal. Oh wait, no, 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 no. It's not Kanye. This is Drake. He dropped September third, okay. and then Ye ended up. It's funny because like Ye ended up dropping that Sunday after he had his last. Uh, what was it? His last little listening event in Chicago at Soldier Field. So he dropped it on Sunday. Surprise drop. We haven't heard that shit before. But uh, yeah, that shit. But he didn't do it. Universal yeah, surprise Universal dropped that shit. We found, out, we found out that shit later. At the time, we they was like, oh, yeah, Kanye fuck no. But this nigga Kanye was like, man, Universal dropped my shit with, you know, without hesitation. But let me preface this before I get into it. I know Sharon brought up Kanye earlier. I have to admit, I am a Kanye West super fan. I am not. Oh, my God. I am not ashamed of it. I'm not a stan because a stan is different than a super fan, I think. Uh, but, like, I, I definitely understand. Wait, wait, hold on. What do you think is the difference between a super fan and a stan? Because I literally thought that's what a stan was. So, no, stan is derived. <laughs> so, stan is derived from, like, that Eminem song. Like, what, called stan. Like a super fan. No, he, no, yeah. no, 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 that's not, like, a super stan fan. A super not all super fan. fans are stans. All stans are super fans, but not all super fans are stans. That's what I mean. Uh, so I'm saying like super every rectangle is a square, but not every square is a rectangle. Who are... <laughs> no, that's not the same shit. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Whatever. Wasn't it funny, guys? <laughs> that was funny, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but a stand and a super fan are definitely different. Like a stand, I feel like takes takes shit to the extreme. Like they'll they'll do shit like you know. If they see the artist, they'll follow the artist. They'll like, you know, hop on type of top of cars and type shit. Like they'll, they'll for sure like make fake pages for the for the artists and like obviously like talk on behalf of the artist or like type of promo type shit. Like that's what a stand would do. But a super fan is something that's just like somebody that's just like, oh yeah, I'm really a big big fan of their music. Like I think, or like or their art form. I'll say like or art or whatever they provide to the world. I'm a big big fan of what they do uh more so like i say that's 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 kind of where i land in the whole kanye thing but i definitely like i definitely understand like a lot of the criticism that kanye gets but like in terms of like the album donda because that's what we're gonna focus on man i probably say personally bro i give that shit and i've listened to it a few times and it's long as shit by the way it's almost yeah two hours i, I don't long. see how you listen to 27 it's songs a few times i listened to a few times like i want to say like two and a half maybe three uh man i gotta say man i really like it like in terms of just music mm-hmm. like i think I, I think he strike a great balance between like that jesus king album that he dropped in 2019 which was kind of full gospel when he kind of like switched his life for christ um and then the life of pablo probably like in 2016 or like his old shit, like kind of that that bridge point where he doesn't compromise what he said he was kind of gonna go through, post Jesus is King, but also kind of give some like us something that's more palatable, something that's more like oh like this is this is uh, expired by the current sound and music in, in, in itself. But yeah. you know, I, I for sure I probably if I give it out of ten, I for sure give it a nine out of ten. I think that shit was was really really good um, in, in my eyes. Um, I don't know how do you, how did you and I, think, I know you listen to it. So yeah, I listened to it. It was podcast homework. I definitely listened to the no, album. See, like, he all twenty seven songs. Show gonna listen to it if it, if he didn't have his damn podcast. Quit, 
Oh. Would I though? I don't know. Because <laughs> that's a lot of songs. And I think that, like, what you were saying with the palatability of it, you definitely get that with this because when there's so many tracks, you kind of have three albums in one. You kind of have a beginning, a middle, and an end, and mm-hmm. each has a different sound. Um, would I listen to the whole album again? Nah, probably not. Too long. Um, just because I just feel like maybe some of the sounds just weren't for me but you know i did get a good seven i got a good seven songs that i would listen to Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna just name them so we got off the grid we got junior i think that's how you pronounce that junior okay believe what i say 24 shout out to kobe heaven and hell new again and then junior part two but that's all I would probably listen to over and over again from the album. I mean, no, um, I know. The first track, the first track was kind of, um, I sent Darren this meme. <laughs> I'm going to read this shit. <laughs> this shit was hilarious. But then, like, it's kind of bold once I found out the meaning. But I'm still going to read it because fuck it. Um, but, yeah, somebody was like, yeah, I skipped that first track on Donda. This nigga not about to summon his mama in my house. And I felt the same way. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it just the first track is... Just, you know, some woman yeah, saying yeah, Donda, 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 Donda over. I also sent you yeah. that obviously it's like thematically in terms of the album it meant like her last heartbeats. And it was just like Yeah. That's made that's what made it sad. I was like, and, I was like and how many times they said it was the age she was when she passed. And I'll say that like with Kanye, like I know like he has like a lot, you know, he's done a lot. He's he's been in the news like his whole career pretty much um you know for like controversial shit but i'll say like this like kanye definitely i feel like he means well and i think he's smarter than a lot of people give him credit for but i don't think he's as smart as he thinks he is mm. if that makes sense like and I, that's kind of like what we were talking about like smart that's kind of what we were talking that that's kind of what we were talking about last week too that like just because you have a platform does not mean that you should necessarily use it especially if you don't know what you're talking about yeah and, and I, I feel like kind of, that's yeah that's where kanye falls sometimes he says things yeah. and i don't think that he means it the way that he says it but it's just like you have to like really like when you have a platform like that you have to know what you're talking about and you know yeah. no, you know there, there has to be a delicacy with it you know no yeah i know i know sharon she she said she kind of alluded she don't really fuck with kanye like that I just kind of and a lot of that. people don't fuck with which, him. And, which you know, right? It, it's reasonable, so. No, I get it's it. It's reasonable just it. because of his, you know. that, But I kind of want to see, like, Sharon's take on other things. I do not support Kanye West. I feel <laughs> that as a black man, he gets a lot of chances. Like, at first, you could say that he's going through stuff with his mom. And, of course, that's not like an excuse grief does do crazy things to people like grief people everybody deals with grief differently however in a real world we don't get as many chances to get it right as he does Mm -hmm. he gets as many chances because of the platform that he has and because of what he does which is make music and stuff like that but in the real world nobody gets as many chances as celebrities and that's why I always say that rules are subjective because nobody else gets to make these things up. Nobody else gets to get on social media and say crazy stuff, say whatever they want to anybody, and then people still fuck with them. And like, that's, kind of that's not how the rules work. 
that's kind of what we talking yep. about. I said like you can get you can get off. I feel like people can get off with doing some vile shit if they provide a service that a lot of people kind of you know galvanize. Mm-hmm. Like if you're an entertainer, like a celebrity, you for sure can get away. Any celebrity can really get away. Like if it has if they have a high enough like pedigree, they can get away with them. Like people. someone like me, I could get away with murder. <laughs> All right, get the fuck out of here. But not yet. It kind of definitely uses that at a, at a in, in a way that's not help. That's not really helpful. That's why, like, I understand that. I'm not like that's why. That's why I make the distinction between Stan and super fan. I'm not like blindly ignoring like his place and a lot of things, like his influence on a lot of people, and is like you know downright being wrong about a lot of shit. Like you know, but I but I definitely don't take away like. In my in my opinion, like just his musical genius, like his ability, he's made some of the best songs of all time. And he's I, a really talented producer. That's what too. I say. Like in general, like I just I I respect that as art, and I feel for him as, as like an empathetic person. That the empathetic person I am, I, I feel for him. Like because like he does have a mental illness, he is bipolar. Like you know, I I understand like something that's just like okay, this this could be something I can't even fully articulate, but it's something that he's going through that. You know, I won't even be able to understand. I see it. I still don't agree with it, but it's something that's going on in his head that you know, obviously, to his musicality. But like, but it's still something that's obviously not, you know, the best. But yes, I think with Kanye and a lot of artists, people feel like they can separate the art from the person, and that's not true. That's the same argument. Saying with R. Kelly, Mm-mm. yeah, that's the same argument that people says with R. Kelly, mm-hmm. and it's not true. The person is the art. The art comes from that yeah. person. The art comes from what that person goes through and what that person does. Mm-hmm. And when all this stuff was happening with Black Lives Matter and Black people, for Kanye to publicly come out supporting Donald Trump, saying that's his nigga, like that's some <laughs> bullshit. Like that's some bullshit. No, twenty eighteen Kanye was a different Kanye. That nigga was on a nut. He had that little pump song. He had that little. He, I, I don't know. Like I can't even say that because twenty eighteen Darren ain't the same Darren as twenty twenty one. Okay, I miss but Hurricane Katrina Kanye. Just brought out some abusers. With you talking, him. Oh, literally, we just, we're bringing out the baby, and we talked about that Jay a little bit. I don't know if that's like a parallel to like you know him being. A devout christian now and he's like bringing out people that like have sinned and saying god forgives all i don't know no 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 i don't Stop think so excuses for this nigga. yeah no, I, no. I think no 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 kanye i don't know i don't know that's what i say i don't know well, we know what the case is we know what the case is because kanye you know posted his screenshots you know he said mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> the baby's gonna be on here he oh, voted baby, for me yeah. he supported me in the he, election yeah. support abusers you cannot yeah. separate a person from their art. No, it I, does agree not matter. I agree with that to an extent. On like a, I, that's why I said I agree. Because when you listen to, because when you listen to R. Kelly's music, I instantly think that he's talking about hey, little girls. That's, that's, it, like it makes that's me uncomfortable. That's, that's also very different. Like I feel like R. Kelly's situation is different from Kanye's for sure. But for Kanye to support an abuser, what does that make him? No, I see. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that makes him an abuser. But I definitely don't agree with him supporting the baby. The whole the baby situation is something else. We've talked about it before in our in our podcast. Uh, a couple of the bussy. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, 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 it's, I'm saying like, yeah, that whole situation. Marilyn Manson too bringing him on the stage. Like I said, I not, I'm not Kanye's head. I'm not a stand. I'm not gonna pretend like I even know what Kanye's like thinking about. 
right now. And I'm, I'm not even saying I agree with that shit. But I'm saying that doesn't take away my feelings about him as an artist. And like R. Kelly's different <laughs> because R. Kelly, that nigga, that nigga's done some shit that <laughs> that nigga needs to be in like. Put him under the jail. Some yeah, shit came out this week that, else, like, you know what came out this week? And it's not funny, but this shit is wild. <laughs> this <laughs> nigga. <laughs> he, he had a boxing ring apparently and had bitches boxing for him. What the fuck? Well, Literally, yeah, like. Slap his finger, they come and do something like it's so weird ass shit. And you know what? Like all of these niggas is with all these celebrities. The they and I'm just not with it. That's why I told Jay, don't oh be too God. Hollywood, nigga. You got it. It's celebrity. I will never up in that. Don't get mixed up in that, Jay. Because I will. Talk you know how about I'm you. gonna be. You know who I'm gonna be like my unproblematic queen Beyonce. That's how I'm gonna be. Okay. Y'all not gonna know shit about my life, but you will know about my art. Okay, get okay. get, get my life while you can. Right now, you can know about my life, but Beyonce. once I get to that level, I'm gonna be like, no more interviews. Nope. Okay. Hell yeah, but hey. Anyway, yeah. overall, I like the music, but the Lover Boy is coming this I'm motherfucking excited. Friday. I, I'm excited. You know, me being a uh, uh, probably a, a good representative of the light skin community. I think that oh, Drake Lord. is gonna have something that's that's about to knock us out the park this Friday. After uh, I listened to Donda, I was like, Drake's gonna win. He is. He is. Uh, I just feel like the replay value on that uh, album is gonna be. I don't. It's gonna be there. I don't agree. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll find out when the song. I feel like Drake was Drake is gonna sell. He's gonna outsell Kanye for sure because Drake is the king of sales. He's definitely gonna out he's everything. The, he's Kanye. the king of sales. Kanye is a fool. Nah, uh, <laughs> I can't agree Drake with that. I'm sorry. This album was good. This I said this album is good. It's long, so Jay doesn't want to listen to it uh, more than once. But uh, except his favorite song. <laughs> so I'm gonna let Jay say what he want to say. Uh, but at the end of the day, we are gonna find out when Drake drops. I mean, I, I I know it's gonna be good music. I'm a big fan of Drake. Uh, I think he's gonna deliver, and you know, hey, I'm I'm excited to see. I'm happy as a consumer that I'm getting all this new music. Here's what I'll say about Drake: That's Do not fuck this up. Do not fuck hey, this up. Hey, niggas saw that cover. Hey, niggas saw that cover, and they was done. like, "What the fuck is this?" I I was one of those niggas that was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, like, like the, the cover looks very strange. Man, I'm so mad, y'all. That was my slapper trash. <laughs> I'm screaming. <laughs> hey, we're still talking about it. I, I, we, we won't talk about it no more right now. We'll talk, I'll talk about it later. Okay. You can still bring it up. I'll just, all I'm going to say, though, is, Drake, like, look, you you said that you were giving us a classic. A lot of people, we, you know, we liked Scorpion. It was very lower tier, but you cannot do low tier, low tier. That is the kiss of death. Drake, please, I just am praying that, you know. Drake will never I don't know. Him. My my last my last favorite album by him is for some people it's take care but for me it's nothing was the same i just feel yeah, like sonically it was there i felt like the lyrics were there i need another vibe like that it doesn't have to be exactly like nothing was the same but i just need a vibe you know that was heartbroken drake drake living his best life now so we gonna see but, but i don't want another scorpion scorpion was oh there's a beef let me go redo scorpion this and good. like just prove that i you know 
And I feel like when you're a boss, there's nothing to prove. Like, I feel like he didn't have to do that. I mean, but I mean, whoa, okay. I mean, hip hop is different, you know, hip hop is different. Exactly. So I will say that, but exactly. But I just do, I don't know. I just, I really just, you know, Rap I'm glad that he did say that the shit was, I, I'm glad he said that the shit was set in stone. Kanye wasn't changing anything. That says to me that he did not go back and edit tracks because you know, of the whole I, Kanye. I'm going to tell you what it really is that both on Universal. This is the same record label. Universal did not want the music to drop at the same time. They wanted them to have their own separate weekends on their shit. Universal pulls the most money from it. So, like, yeah. And, and, and obviously, Drake, he feels a certain way about Kanye because Kanye is, like, Kanye is respected in hip-hop like that. So, Drake, obviously, is like, okay, I can't take this shit lightly. So, him changing half of Scorpion to diss Kanye wasn't the best move because the whole project was mid so i agree with that but yeah i don't think clb is gonna be the same. <laughs> very mid very very i don't mid. think clb is gonna be the same but obviously like i said scorpion does have hits drake is a hit maker and, and clb if, if we if we know about drake's past we know this nigga's gonna come with the fire that that, that close out the year he released some lyrics so those lyrics got me excited for the song hey, hey, like a hey, i love sad drake captions drive album sales That album cover. Maybe he's. Do you think he's trolling us? I do. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I definitely think he's trolling. It could be the album cover. <laughs> oh Lord, I hope not, baby. Please. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, let's let's go into it. Let's go ahead and do slapper trash. Uh, we haven't played this in a while, but we're gonna play it again every time we have a go a guest. Uh, we play slapper trash, and just to remind y'all about how slapper trash goes. Basically, we bring up an instance and we say if it's slap and tr slap or trash. Fuck, why can't I speak? I don't know what is <laughs> happening to me. But I'm not editing this shit, so this is gonna be okay. fuck it. Um, okay. Um, so Darren, why don't you go ahead, go first? But yeah, slap or trash. So my thing is, I'm gonna start off with having sex in public. Slap or trash. I that's say trash. I say I say it's a slap experience. I feel like. It kind of spices up. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like the sex in the public for sure spices up. If you have like a relationship or something going, it's it's it definitely fulfills kinks. And you know, I don't know. It kind of gives me like an adrenaline rush because it's like, oh shit, anybody can catch us. Type shit, you know. Okay. So I mean, it's like, you feel? I, so it's kind of like you know that the I feel I feel like that's a slap. Like that shit slaps. For real, for real. Like that for me, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say trash just because. <laughs> I'm the type of person I can't even pee if people are around. I need to be comfortable. Like when I'm doing something intimate like that, I need to be comfortable. And if I'm fucking, we are not fucking outside. Are you kidding me? Absolutely not. I had a roommate that always like, I don't know, maybe it is something with getting off of almost being caught, but I had a roommate that always seemed to fuck when I was in the apartment. And that, I just hate that. Like that has scarred me. So yeah, that's that's gonna be a trash for me. Trash for me. Okay, I personally have not done that one yet. You know, never say never, but I don't know. I do get the adrenaline rush. I feel like when people are doing stuff that they're not supposed to be doing, it's always it always seems funner in some way. Mm -hmm. So mm. I don't know. I'm gonna have to. Can I go in the middle on that one? Yeah. No, pick one. Pick one. <laughs> fuck that. No, pick one. No, I, I'll fuck it. Pick one. Okay, I'm going to have to say because I just 
Might be you said like, slab? Yeah. Yeah. Slab, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are sick. Oh my god. You know, okay. Alright. Slap or trash. Getting the newest iPhone when it comes out. I will start with saying that that is slap. I want to have the most up-to-date shit. And you know, FOMO, you know, that's a real thing. I don't always buy into FOMO, but with the electronics, I like to have my show up to date. Like right now I have the 11 Pro and I want the 12 so bad. And I feel, and it's it's wild because it's like, this is a really nice phone. And so I should be grateful, right? But no, I want the, the new shit. So what I'm gonna say slap. What is FOMO? Fear, Fear of missing out. Oh. Yeah, a lot um, of people go I don't know. I don't care no more, but I do got the 12 Pro Max. Um, <laughs> See? <what> the- <laughs> I don't know why. My upgrade just usually comes around the time that the new phone come out, so I just wait for the new phone to come out, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I be wanting the new phone, but then I get it, and it, I don't do shit with it. Like I haven't looked at any of the good features or whatever, because it really be the same phone. They fix one or two things, and then make it a little bigger and add a camera at this point so yes. <laughs> but i'm sure when the 13 come out i will be getting that as well so. i definitely will too that will be my upgrade i'm gonna skip 12 and get 13. Right, apple has a chokehold on niggas man i swear to god i feel like <laughs> once once niggas like was able to like distinguish if you had an android or not through the text messages it was over that's when it was at the <laughs> point where niggas was like, well that's not as cap- green not, not as green um, at its finest yeah. and classism as well a little because yeah, when you gotta classism. don't let you have an android in a group full of iphone users because i know we be chat, bro. you fuck up the whole group and chat. Already, literally <laughs> we and sharon have some stories we was on bsa it was one person on our eboard that did not have an iphone <laughs> and they was left out the group chat and i really felt bad about it i did but they also, bullied her into getting an iphone they bullied that girl into getting an iphone that messed up everything you can't group facetime you can't laugh you can't react to messages like you can't send a good stuff so no i'm sorry you can't no. name the group chat right. i'm sorry but no you can't remove people like every time somebody reacts that to annoy- you can't remove people and you can't leave the chat either yeah. like what Is the fuck now nah, i'm just linked in this shit for life Hell it's yeah. my little sister literally called any tablet that's not an ipad an android ipad <laughs> an android ipad i do that with computers i do that with computer. oh that's not a that's an android computer but no i say like I yeah if it's not phone, a mac i say it's a trash experience man because i just feel like you got to plan your iphone release like i feel like if you get something every year you want the next year is going to be an upgrade the year after that it's going to be another upgrade even if it's small it's no way to fully catch up so does it really even matter so like, i feel like it, i feel like getting that bitch waiting maybe waiting a couple years and getting a new one or like you know but people like you said get it every year and i'll be like all right is it even worth doing all that shit i'm like <laughs> i don't know maybe that's just me it'll make you fly it'll make you fly you have to get but like i one. said apple has a chocolate getting new stuff i think i feel it that's my yeah. yeah but i was the only reason i wouldn't get an android is because of the messages and the facetime 
But yeah. literally, I seen that Android, the new little Android flip phone, that Samsung, and I think that's I, I saw that shit. That shit is kind of sweet. I think that's the sweetest thing in the world. But because the messages is green, if Android could turn in messages blue, I would get one. But I heard with this new iOS update, Androids can FaceTime with us. Really? Yeah, they just have to like you send them a link to the FaceTime and they like join through a link. Mm, I haven't so. upgraded my phone yet, so I don't know. Well, I don't know if it's out yet, um, but mm-hmm. I think it's coming out this month. All right. Oh. All right. What's your slapper trash, Sharon? Well, slapper trash, Drake certified lover boy <laughs> album cover. Album cover. What you literally trash? What you think? I'm gonna have to say trash too because what the? Why do you got all the motherfucking emojis on there? What? Like, is you having another baby? Like, what? What is it? <laughs> is you saying that you about to get a whole bunch of girls pregnant? Like, is that what certified lover so, boy is? So let me tell you, you the theory. Let me tell you the theory. They said since that he was supposed to drop January 2021, it's now September. His album is nine months late. And it's coming out on Labor Day weekend. And it's a, like a lover album. So it's like obviously impregnating girls, baby making, blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of like okay, all that. Okay, so it's a baby making album. I mean, it's certified lover boy. It's, it's him going his most emotional. I'm assuming. Okay. Well, I hear what you're saying and everything. I hear what you're saying and everything, but oh. fuck all that shit. This shit is trash. <laughs> I feel like as an artist, you have to put effort into the shit that you do. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like conceptually, that's cute. But like your cover like that, it just looks, uh, it looks so childish and cringy <laughs> and just, oh, I don't like it. Like I'm going to download it and like it pops up on my phone. Like, I don't know. For me, like I put like for my covers, like I put effort into them and like, you know, because it's like a representation of the art. He could have actually got a bunch of pregnant women. That would have been sweeter if he got real pregnant women and just had like a bunch of them on the cover and like did like a color scheme and like had some lighting and shit See, and put like yeah, certified but, I mean, lover boy and like gold letters. But you don't that should have been dope. But you don't understand the mark. I low key I'm seeing it as day as the days go on, the marketing kind of sort of genius in that. Because you've seen people been, like making like uh replicas are like, you know, their variations of the cover, like certified stoner boy, they put crud in front of the the women oh i saw that uh, it's like you know it's, it's it's been a couple little like you know designs that graphic designers been doing seeing the cover and putting their own spin to it so that kind of makes it live a little bit longer give it a little bit more of a addition why could you not do that with the actual cover though i feel like it wouldn't have translated it's different when you put it when you put like a, a weed in front of like an emoji versus weed in front of like a an actual person real yeah. feel me like okay, so it fits a little bit more so i kind of see maybe he's going in this route and you know we in the era where every single I say everybody uses emojis. It's not a single person. Even our parents, grandparents, all that shit use emojis. So it's kind of like to the point where it's just like this is the era that we in. He throwing this bitch because of like the nine months of the Labor Day, and we gonna see how to. For marketing shit. purposes, okay, but the look for me is still trash. But I gotta. I would agree. I stand by it. I'll change my mind to slap. Slap. I'm about to say, yeah, you'll find out once the music drops, but I'm going to say slap because of all the shit I <laughs> said before. That's the only Man, way. Man, fuck all that shit, bro. Give us the real cover. He's trolling us. He's trolling <laughs> us. He's got to be. He's trolling us. And we're falling right into it. 
No, nah, I'm gonna be sick if this is the real cover, bro. I'm gonna be a little. Mad. That's gonna knock points off of my album review for the next podcast if this is the real cover. Mm-hmm. So it should be. Oh, by the time y'all listen to it, the shit is out. So you know, mm-hmm. listen to Certified Lover Boy. <laughs> All right, Darren. Or is it on me? Is it on me? Or is it on you? We'll, we'll, next we'll, we'll flip it. We'll flip it this time. Sharon, what's your second one? And then we'll go. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Slap with trash. Popeyes chicken nuggets. Oh, that's never crazy. Had them. I had them when I was in Chicago, probably about a a month or so ago. I want to say yeah, a month or so ago, I was in Chicago and I had them. Bitches. They're okay, I guess. If I had to choose one, I'm gonna say trash because them bitches wasn't. Them like motherfuckers chicken. look crunchy. They wasn't. They wasn't on like some spicy chicken sandwich type Popeyes. You changed the game type shit. This was more mm-hmm. like a all right. You wanted to get in the little chicken nuggets game, and you saw everybody else is lucky, like washing your ass and that. Uh, okay, so it, was, it was okay. So trash. They should have stayed in a lane because them bitches. <laughs> and when I went there first, <laughs> I went twice. The first time I went, I'm like, "Can I get some nuggets? Do y'all got barbecue sauce?" They didn't have no barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy, dry ass nuggets. They literally had two sauces, and I'm like, "Never mind." Then I went and got something else. The second time I went, they didn't. I asked for barbecue sauce. They didn't tell me till I got to the window t- and already paid, talking about they ain't got no barbecue sauce. So I was pissed mm-hmm. off. It was nasty. I had to use some hot sauce, and it was stupid. <laughs> so I'm definitely gonna say trash for that shit. They should have stayed in their own lane. It was not good. I'm gonna say I've never actually had them, but based off the look, them bitches look like <laughs> chips. They look crunchy as fuck. <laughs> Um, so based off of the look, trash, trash. <laughs> okay. Oh, so it is me. Cause then Darren did go first. All right. Slap or trash pineapples on pizza. We're going to keep the food theme. I'm going to say that that is slap love pineapples on pizza. I don't know what it is, but the sweet and the salty and like the sauce and like, I don't know. It tastes so good. And I like, like, you know, pineapples and tomato together like i love pineapple salsa it's really good so i'm gonna say that that is slap pineapples on pizza and if you don't like it then you're childish hell childish.me because (laughs) that's trifling pineapple is a whole different texture whole different taste then pizza, that is very disgusting. And you then you gonna top it off with pineapples and tomatoes. Jay, you yeah. try. I look at you different. I look at you different. It's That's good. Trying. This shit is good. no. You just need to elevate your palate. You know, Hell like no. I can say, I can say for me, I don't like mushrooms, and I feel like that is very childish that I don't like mushrooms. Hell you no. Know, pineapples on pizza. Do you you eat olives on your pizza though? Don't you? Hell, who eat olives? Oh, okay, I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't know. Because I was going to say, I was going to say, if you eat olives on your pizza, you can't talk shit about pineapples. No, on no, pizza. I don't eat olives. All of that junk is nasty. Oh, Dios mio. What you think, Darren? Oh, man. I I got to go with Jay. It's a slap experience. Period. Okay. Like, you ain't had a good pepperoni pineapple pizza, Sharon. I don't think. Because that should definitely be like, damn. I look at before you before you have it, you like what the fuck? Why would I want some fruit on my pizza? Then when you have it, you be like, okay, I understand why these niggas have fruit on their pizza. Oh, first of all, who will 
Who would want warm pineapple? When it's on a Let's pizza? Add- warm pineapple is really pineapple. good. Mixed with the sauce? Let me tell you that. Hell and no. the cheese? Mm-hmm. It's, no. One, so you talked about warm pineapple. One time I was on this cruise and it was like this little Texas Day Brazil restaurant. Basically, like they bring you like meats and stuff. And they had this like caramelized warm pineapple. That shit was good as fuck. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was so good. You got to like, like, Joe I don't said, mind a warm pineapple. You got to diversify your palate. You got to, you got to open it up a little yeah. bit. You got to see what you fuck with. I'm okay. <laughs> But all right, if we're going to stick with the food, I'll do the last one. Um, food touching. Look, slap or trap, like if your food touches? Yeah, if, your, if your food touches. Uh, I'll say it's a slap experience because, you know, it's all, for me, it's all going down the same, you know, it's going to the same place. So it kind of don't really matter too much. I feel like if, if, if it's too much of an extreme, like obviously you shouldn't add ketchup to your ice cream. But like if, if it's like if it's like oh obviously Lord. the yams and the mac mixing together, that's some <laughs> nigga Thanksgiving type shit. You know that that shit goes. Yeah, but I feel like that that food touching isn't as isn't as bad as everyone says it is. It just depends on the situation. Yeah, I would definitely agree. That's a slap for me. I was gonna bring up the Thanksgiving. You know, that's the only way I eat it. If there's no mac, if there's no yams. I can't eat them solo. Mm-hmm. I have to eat a mac, the yams. Sometimes I'll put a dazzle of dressing on there <laughs> and then just one spoonful. Sharon, um, like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't mind some of my food touching because I agree that it all goes to the same place, but no. And y'all can take away my black car for this, but I don't. First of all, I barely eat yams, but I will not. <laughs> what the f- girl? You just haven't had the right batch. That's macaroni. all I'm gonna say. I will not eat my macaroni if it's a piece of yam on it. I don't. <laughs> the closest thing I'll eat is my macaroni and greens touching, and that it gotta be. They both gotta be super warm. Like I can't macaroni and, and greens. My cornbread cannot even be on a. And on a uh, plate with my junk because I don't like soggy cornbread. That is real. And that's, I don't like soggy bread in general. I really don't like soggy foods. So it's enough for so me. So you're not I fucking either... with the burrito tacos. No burrito tacos for you. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. I don't eat burritos. <laughs> I don't eat tacos for real. Like I'll take some nachos maybe. I'll mix that up. But you know, it's a no for me. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. That's wild. That you don't like yams. Yams are so good. Like, wow, that's crazy. my ass will yeah. dip. I forgot about the cornbread. You make you a little, little, little lasagna, a little Thanksgiving lasagna. You, you got the bottom layers, the cornbread. Then you got the mac right on top. Then you got the yams right there, and then you top it off with some dressing. Oh, that shit's. That's oh. See, look, you know how lasagna. they make those jars. You know how they make those jars, like the little strawberry shortcake jar? They need to make a Thanksgiving jar and put that same layer that I just said. That shit is good. I don't don't even eat lasagna. Don't make no food. Don't make no Thanksgiving. That's trife. Uh -uh. Fuck all that shit. I'm good. I'm dead. (laughs) No, yeah. 
Yeah, Thanksgiving is coming up. It is coming up. You know. Yeah, niggas gotta come back. What's, what's today? It's September. It's September fourth. Is that today? Yeah, that's the day that September we're recording. 4th. Yeah, that's the day that this out. It's September fourth. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving's coming. It's coming. You know what's crazy? You guys are gonna hate me for this. So, <laughs> or you might not. And if you do, bitch, fuck you. But um, uh, I a uh, Christmas song came on my playlist today, and I didn't uh, skip it. I let it play. I let it play. Hey, that's my name. Hey, whenever, whenever we do Cypher Trash, just know in the future, whoever's listening to this, that's going to be my next Cypher Trash. Christmas music before fucking Christmas. <laughs> Damn. You're going to hear my opinion on that after that. But, Cause, but look, it was Tori. If you heard that Tori Kelly joint, heard, that shit is good. You can listen to that any time of the year because those vocals. But it was the one, the sleigh ride. I was like, oh, yeah, I've got to listen to this. But all right. Let's. End it out. We got one more thing for y'all. Just to, you know, this is gonna be, I think, our longest one. But you yeah, know, we that's got good. a special guest with us. You know, of course, we got special guests. More people, more time. Yeah. You know, the season finale is probably gonna be three hours long. No, oh, I'm just kidding. Shit. Don't, don't give them. Too I don't many have that much time. Expectations, brother. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we're gonna do Jay's sleepers with a twist because everybody's got a sleeper this week. And because it's called Jay Sleepers, I'll just go ahead and go first. The sleeper that I have for you guys this week is High Horse by Nelly. Nelly just made a country album. And look, I'm usually not for country music, but as a musician, I like to appreciate all genres of music. And I love when black people do country music. I don't know what it is about it, but it just uh, it just feeds my soul. Um so listen to High Horse. It's the second song. It's featuring Breland and Blanco Brown. That shit slaps. And I also made a little shuffle to it. So yeah, once that shuffle gets popular, I made that up. But High Horse, again? really good. High Horse by Nelly. And it's on his Heartland album. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I heard that country album, that Nelly country album. I heard about it. I ain't played play that shit though. Mm-mm. But no. All right, he's next. I'll probably say my sleeper. Uh, I'm gonna go with "Slow Down" by Van Jess. And Van Jess Ooh, uh, is okay. an R&B group, a sister duo. And if you're a fan of Chloe and Hallie, you know about those. Uh, Nigerian American. Uh, they've been making music for the last few years. Um, and they just dropped a or earlier this year, like back in February of 2021. It's been a long ass year. Uh, they dropped an album called Homegrown. Um, and it's very R&B soul driven. And it uh, it just kind of brings you back to just like, you know, some old shit your moms would be playing. Like, like they got they got some of that old vibe to them. Um, they're really talented. So, yeah, slow down. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. I fuck with it. By Van Jess. Van and you Jess. mentioned Chloe and Hallie. Chloe, where the fuck is that song at? What the oh, yeah. fuck? Have, uh, what was it called? Have Mercy? Yes. Yeah. You know what's so funny? So, <laughs> And nigga, I'm going to just preface this <laughs> with niggas is going to be niggas. I just know that niggas are going to be niggas. So Chloe tweeted, she's like, y'all are just eating my ass up. Somebody quotes yummy. it and they're like, yeah, I wish. Yummy, right, like, yummy, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Oh, Chloe, my God. She walks beautiful. right into that one. She's a beautiful, beautiful <laughs> woman. I understand. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, Sharon, what you got for us? Uh, Mine is Beating Down Your Block by Mauna Leo. Mm-hmm. She is a up-and-coming female rapper. 
Um, and I think she's sweet. She got other songs, but it uh it went a little viral on Twitter. This song, um, and it's just cool. Like it's a breakup song. Well, it's not a breakup song, but it's about her breaking up with a boy or whatever. And it's it's sweet. So definitely, check it's it a out. really good song. But and it's real catchy. Check it out. Beating down your block, taking niggas from their gals. <laughs> That's my shit right there. When we went to Philly, Sharon. My gals. You know. But all right, y'all. We've yeah. reached the end of the podcast. Thank you for chilling with us. Special thanks to Sharon Reed Davis, our special guest. Oh, my God. It was so much fun. You got to come back because this was lit. This was so okay. much lit. This was so much lit. This was very lit. <laughs> Um, the- as always, you can, yeah, it was slap. No, it where's slap. the claps, nigga? Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, All right. It was great having you. Thank you. Yes, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at J underscore Gooden. 98 you know you yes. can follow j underscore good in 98 Uh-oh. um if you want to have if you want to give suggestions about different things we should talk about send it to us we now only have three episodes left which is crazy to me because this is flying by um but yeah follow me there yep and follow me Ned saturn all platform ned saturn okay and my instagram is dynasty underscore s d-y-n-a-s-t-y underscore s and then on twitter mm, don't follow me on twitter never <laughs> <laughs> we are all different people on twitter yeah. <laughs> but yeah thanks for listening this week we'll be back next week and this has been the experience yeah yeah take it easy thank you